message you're about to listen to is from Jesus and Hindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord.
Praise God. 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 Let everything that I've in this place online. Praise the Lord. Oh, bless the name of our God. Worship Him and so 
going, let me help somebody. When you say every praise, you need to think again. Every single form of praise you can find. Every single form of praise. When you want to praise people, you clap your hands. When they have done something good, they say clap for them. It's a form of praise. So clap your hands, all you people. When you want to praise people for what they've done, you clap for them. And when you want to take it to another level, you shout for them. When you want to take it to another level, you rejoice on their behalf. When you want to take it to another level, you dance for them because of what they've done. When you want to take it to another level, you lift your hands. You want to take it to another level, you fall prostrate fall. You want to take it to another level, you go on your knees. Every praise, every praise. When you want to take it to another level, you speak word of grace, word of affirmation to them. So when we sing again, every single praise you can find. The fact that your hands walk, the fact that your legs walk, is enough to praise him. So I say, every
scripture says, sing unto the Lord a new song. You don't do it closing your mouth. You recount his goodness. You recount his kindness. You recount his faithfulness. It's a privilege and an honor to serve him, to witness for him, to be his disciple. It is a privilege. It is an honor. It is a privilege. You should never take for granted. It is a privilege. It is a privilege to be called by his name. It is a privilege to be called by his name. It's a privilege to have his blood available to you. It's a privilege to have his word. It's a privilege to have his name. It's a privilege to have his spirit. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. Tremble at his voice. They tremble at his voice. 
sing for no one else but you. Take pleasure in 
will come and bow down at your feet, Lord Jesus. In your presence, his fullness of joy. Because there is nothing, there is no one who compares with you. I take pleasure.
That's why I say, come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my shame. He has taken away my pain. Come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my shame. He has taken away my Oh, I say, come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my shame. He has taken away my pain. Oh, I say, come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my shame. He has taken away my oh, oh, oh. It is the realization of this that makes you a witness. 
It's in realizing what God has done for you. That you go from just being a disciple to a witness. I'm sure some of you are thinking, what's the difference between a disciple and a witness? It is from realizing what God, because child, come and sit down here. It is from realizing what he has done for you that you go from being a disciple to being a witness. What's your name? You in green. Mercy. Such a lovely name. So I'll say it again. So you repeat. It is from realizing what God has done for you that you go from being a disciple to being to being to being if you don't realize it you can't evangelize you can be a disciple and not be a witness meaning you can know the ways of the Lord. You can stay, spend time with Him. You can enjoy His presence. You can love up on Him. But when it's time to stand and speak for Him, you run away. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can enjoy worshiping as a disciple. You can enjoy praying. You can enjoy studying the word. You can enjoy fasting. But when it comes to going to pray for the sick, you do what? You do what? Run away. Because that's what witnessing is. It goes from being you and what you have experienced to what you want others. To experience and know. Do you understand what I'm saying? It goes from what you know, what you are enjoying, to now deciding that others should come and enjoy it. If in this city called Lagos, there is no clean water anywhere, and you find a source of clean water and you drink it alone i mean not a cup of clean water i mean a source are you listening to me you didn't find what a cup of clean water you found what a oh my god answer you didn't find a cup you found a meaning Clean water comes out from there and it won't run dry. If there is no clean water in Lagos and you find that source, what will you do? You drink it alone. Let me tell you, some people will build a fence around it and want to drink it alone. Then they will start selling it away. You understand what that means? Away means serious 
money. That's why they'll tell you to attend this. Okay, let me not go there. Let me try. I don't want to fight. But it's not up to me, you know. Do you agree? Do you agree it's not up to me? Some of us, when we find that water, the evil man and woman in us come alive. You know, every one of us, that's why you can't say, I'm not evil. Every one of us, when money is called, the evil side of us rises up from the dead. Do you agree? Oh, you don't think so? You guys are very holy. When money is mentioned, your calculation sense comes alive. You, you calculate at the speed of light. You don't understand. You are already calculating, ah, this is what it will be. Guy, guy, guy. You now sit down and be thinking, who will I tell that will not betray me? Yes or no? Who would like that I will not go and bring people here? When money is mentioned, have you realized your strength comes back? Yes or no? Answer me. Some of you say, I don't even know what's wrong with me today. I'm just tired. I'm just very tired. I don't even know what to do. I don't feel like eating. I don't feel like going anywhere. My I don't even know what to do. I'm just tired. And then you hear, Wakam. And then you check one million. They said, praise God just now. You didn't praise him. When you hear one million, what you do is, hey! Yes or no? Maybe you are holy. Me, I rejoice when Allah comes. I am not happy when debit comes. I am a bit cranky. When all the debits are gone and they are debiting, you do, I will be, if you are near, I'll just be like, what is it? You say something and I'll say, please, please, please. And then I realize, why are you getting it? It's because they are debiting you. But if it's a lot, the first question, what do you want to eat? Yes or no? What's even doing you? How much is your problem? Right? Am I staying the truth? No, just in case I'm lying, tell me. Because some of us are very holy. That's when the shoulder part of your pride will rise. You know the shoulder part of pride? No, it's not pride itself. It's just the shoulder part that raises it up. That's when you be like, Shh. then you call somebody and say, "What's doing you? If you know, uh, uh, see you, you know what's good for you. Just show up, cause I'll change your life. <laughs> your conversation changes. You say, "I will change your life." Oh, you don't even know you're talking to. You don't know you're talking to a millionaire. You'll be announcing it. We say 
praise the God that makes millionaires. You need them to ginger you. But how come the sound of an alert gingers you? Could it be that your treasure is still on this earth? I like money. Money is good. But I don't love money. Two different things. The Bible didn't say the like of money is the root of all evil. He said what? The love of it. It's not the like. Who doesn't like good thing? Eh? But the love of it, when the Lord says, Thou shalt love the Lord your God, and Him alone you will serve. You can't serve money. So it takes me back to what I'm saying. If you found clean water and you are drinking it, you are getting fresh and people are dying around you, what would you do? Except if you are Hitler or Pharaoh. I want to believe you won't see people dying and you won't say, Oga, bring pipe. There's water here. Right? So how come you are his disciple and you are not his witness? A disciple is a follower of Jesus Christ. Follower of his ways, the way he thinks, the way he behaves. You want what he wants. That's a disciple. A witness is attesting, testifying, a testifier. Abi is a witness. Covenant. It's good to see you. Do you agree with me? What's your name? Uju Obianuju. Okay. Mercy. A witness is what? A testifier. What's your name? Balumi, you were the one here. Why did you change? Maybe if you sat in the same place, I would know it's you. I remember you. But help me with your name. Remy Balumi. I have not seen you before. Like mercy. I know you. What's your name? Balumi. Me Femi. Everything is me, me, me. Covenant me. <laughs> Mercy me. Obiano Ju me. I don't think I've seen the sister at the back. What's your name? Lauren Tele. Means God. As, as she's walking, God has gone ahead and make the crooked place straight and fill the valleys. Like that's Tele, fill the valleys. So she's not walking and falling. Lord, Tele. Lord, Tele me. My own name is Ordered Steps, Orenzi. 
steps are ordered on a field valley. A witness is a a witness is a I need you guys to understand something. Truth is not loved. That's why they didn't love Jesus. That's why they crucified him. His crime was to do what? Speak the truth. And they hated him. And they didn't like him. Till they killed him. as witnesses we are supposed to witness what truth Jesus has died for us some of us might die physically we are not permitted to die spiritually you know Peter went from being a disciple obey me I will see you later not today bye <laughs> what was I saying Ella I'm in love with you this morning like you are on time she said the last word Peter you don't understand I like when people are rebuked and they go back and sit up last week she didn't know what we said the week before but now she's on point Peter Peter was a disciple when they had the opportunity to witness for Jesus, what did he do? Huh? He denied him. But he is a disciple. But when he had the opportunity to witness, when they said, uh, you are his guy, right? Nah, wrong guy. It's not me. Me? No, you don't know me. Have you seen me before? <laughs> that was his chance to be a witness. To say, yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. He's the son of God. He's the one sent to die. He's the one that will take the sin of the world. He's the one that will die and resurrect. And he's the one that will come back. He said, ah. When he saw what was being done to Jesus, he said, God, you're brain. You know what that means? Borrow yourself. Just borrow. Don't even give. Borrow. Quickly borrow yourself some brain. If you say yes, you know him. They will put you with him. You want to die? Even him that said would die and rise again. It has not even happened. Are you sure? She be the person that say with that rise again. They've captured him now. They are. <laughs> I don't trust this guy. I 
and he gave up that opportunity to be what? To be what? To be what? Speak up. To be what? It's a boot camp. Here we don't play. And that's why I don't expect. See, if I come here, I see one person on the chair, I will be glad. So long as that one person is ready to go, let's go. It's better we have one that is going than have multitude going no yeah and we'll count register and say church was full today glory the opportunity to be a witness Peter gave it up because of fear even though Peter was a disciple that spent time right he was so close that some person was the only one that caught somebody's ear like how dare you want to hold my lord and savior father let me fear they now say is he you say you are who are you not the one that caught somebody's ear you know there are like four accounts of his denial in scripture don't worry, I'll give you the scriptures. Is it you were the one that caught somebody's ear when they were trying to say, which ear? Ah, in my bum, that's what people say. I beg go, Mukuna can help me. Have you ever seen me? Uh-uh. Shabby, if you know the please oh, don't do that. I mean, don't do that. I know what I know. You can't tell me <laughs> what I know. <laughs> So are you saying Jesus is the only way? Ah. Well, actually, the truth is, in all honesty, not to means word, guy, talk. Is it the only way? If I will be sincere with you, if I would try and say this without offending you, if I would try and just put it the way it is, if you just try and just listen to me and not misunderstand me, guy, is it the way or not? That's what we do. In trying not to offend, we try to choose every word. In trying not to make enemies, we try to be deep, low, man. Diploma. So rather than have witnesses, we have diplomats who are concerned about not offending nations. Jesus is an offense to the world. He is. They hate him. You don't understand. You know, you don't get. They do what? They hate Jesus. They sit here. Okay. Welcome. I've never seen you two before. They do what? They hate Jesus. Go and see when they are talking about him. That's when you know. You'll be wondering, what did he really do? Is there something else Jesus did that the books did not record? Do you understand? 
he must have done something. Jesus stole. Because you only ate a thief like this. No, Jesus was a terrorist. Because you only ate a terrorist. No, no, no. Jesus was a dictator. No. But some people still prefer the devil to Jesus. That knew no sin. That didn't commit the crime. The devil that is the father of crime and lies. They still prefer him. Because somehow they see what he gives quick, quick. And they say, oh, this thing, there's way. Make I show you way. They don't care if the way is for a short while. They don't care if the way leads to destruction. But because they seem to see result with consequences, they refuse to look at the consequences. They just want to emphasize the result. So you go and preach Jesus. You didn't do anything. They say, what did they do? You come and get out from here. What did they do you? Then somebody will come and say, we go, they smoke forever. I say, they enjoy it. Because that person is not doing what? Convicting them. The one that convicts, because when you bring two people, one is guilty, one is not. The one that is not guilty already convicts the he already convicts the so most times we just react because we are guilty and we don't want to be told we are guilty we don't want to be helped and so we want to say leave me with my problem you say, go solve your problem. I said to some people, was it last week? Was it last week? That the reason why we argue is because we don't want to do Jesus. Do you know that? Do you know that? When they say, no, don't get me wrong, they're the Berean Christians. We're supposed to check things out. So I didn't tell you just take anything but when they bring things to you it is scriptural it is right it is of the spirit yet you want to be hardened to say eh, even if the Holy Ghost is moving must he move through him why can't he move through me The Holy Ghost is moving. You are not even saying the Holy Ghost is not moving. You say, yes. Eh, eh. The Holy Ghost is moving. Is she the only one that can pray? That's my concern now. Don't care whether the Holy Ghost is here or not. My concern is that why is she the only one? But meanwhile, if you be truthful to yourself, it is because she is available. Not just physically available but spiritually available for the father to nominate it is the father that chooses so you know you have not been available you don't want to say that but you want to say eh, why her then when they say okay 
you need to try and fast and pray. Hey, I'm praying, no. I'm praying. To be honest, who told you that is really fasting? It's not about fasting, it's just the grace of God. That's when we quickly take the grace of God where we want it to go. It's just the grace of God, it's not by fasting, no. You know that these things cannot come out except through fasting and prayer. You know. But because you want to prove a stupid point, you will say, eh. So if she fast every day, that's her business if she wants to do hunger strike. Me, I know my ways with the Lord. My only prayer is your ways should be targeted to the Lord. <laughs> I did not say don't have ways, oh. but let that ways get to the Lord so that <laughs> that ways can give us the Lord. If that ways does not get the Lord, change your ways. <laughs> don't argue that you have your ways. There's no need. Do you agree with me? There is no need to argue some silly argument. Because we don't want to do Christ. That's when somebody will say, Does it matter if you sin? You have been saved. Doesn't matter if you sin. I will say it this way. This is the understanding the Lord gave me. Scripture truly says, Nothing can separate me. From the love of what? Nothing can what separate. Can something separate God from the love of me? Have I said anything different? Use your brain. Use it. Use it. Use it. Huh? I didn't say anything different. I didn't say anything different. I said the same thing. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. But that same scripture says, if you denounce him, right? Abby, the only thing truly that can separate you from the love of God is you. It's not tribulation. Your reaction to tribulation. Job went through right but he was even advised by his wife to do what curse the lord and die so if job reacted huh, to cursing the lord and die did the lord separate him from his love hmm? he separated himself the love of god is everlasting because if nothing separates us from him then you don't need to come and be saved now abby hello hi you don't need to be saved as you are born just be preparing for heaven do you understand once they born you don't receive jesus as your lord don't believe in your heart don't confess with your mouth just do what just say i am born and I'm going to heaven. The reason Jesus came 
was to reconcile man back toward God. If you refuse to be reconciled, what will happen? I ask you, did God separate you from his love? His love is available to whoever believes. So if you say today that, Jesus, I'm not interested again, a bastard. Did Jesus separate you? I'm asking. But are you separating yourself? You are not deceived. It is his grace that is keeping us. But his grace enables us. His grace does what? Enables us to do, to live, to be. Because if that's not the case, we don't need nobody. Let everybody run wild. Because I'm heaven bound. Right? Right? Don't care what you do. Don't care what your husband do. You sleep with anybody. Say, we are going to heaven anyways. So my dear, continue. Your wife is seeing five men. Say, they are all heaven bound men. Just do your thing. Abby? Abby? Your brother is stealing. We are all level bound. Go and steal. If they shoot yourself, you go to heaven. Abby, guys, are you, why are you looking at me? Everybody that is saying, just tell him, guy, don't worry, go, I go pray for you, make you keep people there, make you take the money. Now, Kuku politicians, now their money with a job. Chopper, we self go chopper, them too chopper. Now, our cake with the cut. Go do your thing, you they go heaven, trust me. Nothing is separate you from the love of God. Still, I beg. And then he comes out. Today I kill somebody. They okay now. Instead go quiver. The first way you kill. <laughs> we go meet forever. You just send them go quick. You self go go there. Right? So make you just just because God don't love us. So. Just the key they go. Him don't love us. And nothing go separate us. We go just they continue. Make you even buy better gun. This your gun, no, they work well. You know, if you kill three people, one shoot. <laughs> right? Because we are heaven bound. What we do does not matter, doesn't change anything. Right? Abby? That's the what do I call it? Extreme. The word of God brings balance. That's what it does. Brings balance in every area. Alright? So don't be an extremist. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. If truly, some have said, just focus on Jesus, which I agree. 
And I will say to you, if you are truly focusing on Jesus, your life will change. Your lifestyle will change. Your character will be transformed. You will not be, you, that is what you are going to tell people. I was a thorough mess like Saul. I was a killer. You don't get, I was a killer, a persecutor. But that same me had an encounter with the king of kings. It's me, oh. I used to kill you people like play. But now, Jesus met with me. You don't know me. I was the real Ron's girl. You want to know runs, not me the wrong things. But right now, I met somebody that changed my life. He didn't condemn me. He only opened up his arms for me to come. That's the difference. But that I will continue in seeing that grace will abound is a lie. And scripture say, God forbid it. Do you understand? Let's see. We have two mercies. That's the senior mercy, apostle. Greeting you, this apostle. <laughs> Senior, what? Apostle. <laughs> and I'm not joking about it. Oh, Casey, they think I'm joking. Watch. Watch and see. Not a joke. You just watch. So, how can I experience this transformation? How can you have this encounter with Jesus if you truly do? And you don't talk about him. Have you ever wondered? Last week, I told you about something they sent to me of a lady that was saying, ah, the satanists were doing what? Evangelizing. That they evangelized to her. And she's thinking, why me? Why? Why? I'm just wondering, you know, yeah, that. I'm just wondering, why me? and we're telling her why Satan is the best option and the plan Satan has for the world only that they were telling her like Satan doesn't have a good plan according to scripture his plan and work is to kill take and do what he will take your virtue and do what 
what he does. Doesn't like anything good. Once he's looking good, at your prime, everybody's saying, woo, woo, he say, ah, this one is taking too much shine. Oh yeah, send this guy. That's when one brother says, sister, bless you. And then he'd be like, you that you are the Rande Kupai in our nose. Guys, let us. You see, this God, when you are crying like this, oh my goodness, my Lord, my Savior, who am I? <laughs> then the brother will say, hi. <laughs> and then you'll be like, is it me? Another person. Should I bind? Should I cast? <laughs> it's fine. <no? laughs> Would you? Why are you laughing like this? <laughs> it looks like you have not gone for comedy in a while. <laughs> should I bind? Should I cast? Ah, but it's not bad, though. I won't mind you. Now you are leading prayer. But I beg, let me focus. And then the brother is like, Thank you, Jesus. And he loves the Lord. <laughs> and then the brother, when they say, he just said, you know, some tongues, they make you feel people are in a grade. You know, some tongues, when you hear they say, this one is on the next. So Jesus is here. Moses is here. This one is here. Because this tongue is not. This one is a strong tongue on a different realm. So when that brother said, Radha, he said, I can just, my Lord, my Lord, are you speaking? My Lord, am I hearing? Speak, Lord. Speak, your servant, your daughter, hear it. Speak, Lord, please. This brother, speak, Lord. And then you check, no ring. Oh, my goodness. Praise God, praise God, praise God. <laughs> Lord, am I hearing well? And then when you finish prayer and service ends, and you're going, the brother now says, Hi, sister, thank you so much. You say, Oh, praise God, thank God. Inside, he really came to greet me. Ah. Oh, praise God, thank God. Next Sunday, Sister Juliet comes in with a tighter dress, not because she's been wearing it, but there is a brother in town. Do you understand? Glory. <laughs> Raboni. <laughs> that Raboni one was funny. I don't know where people come. You know where Raboni is? You know Raboni is master. A pastor said that there are people that they are so full of this. You know, these days, People want to call you names. Once you just seem to carry any small anointing. 
papa, mama. It's not grace, it's grace. We celebrate grace. And he said, Mama, my, my apostle, sir. <laughs> so the man said, This one, the person is talking behind him. But he comes when he sees him, Oh, my rabboni. <laughs> <laughs> my rabboni, sir. And he said, in his mind, he was like, Rabboni, kill you there. You think I don't know what you're doing? <laughs> we always find big, you know. But we are not rich for my Rabboni ma. I'm not your Rabboni. <laughs> and so Sister Juliet is now dressing in a more appealing way because Brother Moses walked into the building. Is the one that will part her Red Sea. <laughs> Our own Red Sea, personal Red Sea. <laughs> Mercy, are we upsetting you? <laughs> and so gradually, Sister Juliet's focus starts to shift. Because even as much as she's praying and believing the Lord, will give her. She thinks she has to walk away to get it. How can the Lord say to me, if my earthly father knows how to give good gifts, how much more him? Your father will still try and give you something nice. Some fathers and mothers will go to the, they will sell their clothes so that you go to school. If they will go through that, then God, your heavenly father, that you are serving faithfully, devoted to, you don't think he has that person for you? You think he wants you to suffer and pray till that kingdom come before you marry? You think so? He doesn't want you to prosper. He wants you to beg. A lot of us are living the reality of our mindset, not the reality of God. Did you hear what I said? A lot of us are living the reality of our mindset, not the reality of God. What you think of him. If I ask, he won't give me what you will experience because that's not his word he says if you ask according to his will so if that's the case what should be your pursuit what is your so long as it's, as it's in his will if I ask it he will give me so rather than be saying he didn't give me you pray and you don't receive answer because you ask a miss, right? That's what scripture says. Why don't you find out what his will is concerning that thing? Why is that not the easiest thing to do? Why is trial and error the easiest thing to do? 
ask him. But rather than ask, you rather let me try. Then when you try and your heart is captivated, you can't ask anymore. Because you're already locking in with this one. So how will you hear when they say he's not the one? You tell the Lord, my God, I think you made a mistake, sir. <laughs> no, my Rabboni, I think you made a mistake. You didn't see the brother Moses. Did you see him, Lord? You'll be telling your Lord what he should be telling you. Then you tell him, you made a mistake. Brother Moses is a prayer warrior, Lord. He loves the Lord. You are telling the Lord, Brother Moses loved the Lord. He's the Lord you are talking to. <laughs> and the Lord is thinking, I'm the Lord. <laughs> Brother Moses doesn't love me. <laughs> I'm like, no, he loves the Lord. He's a good man. No? And they'll tell you, but it looks like Brother Moses is a bit, he gets angry. Oh. Like we say, and but what did you do to him now? <laughs> will be excused because you already so the question will not be he was actually angry and was rude to a lady what does the lady even want in your mind she wants to call the man collect brother Moses let him slap her that's the way he will slap you do you understand if Brother Moses can slap somebody's phone, is ring. If Brother Moses can slap her, and you says it's okay, and you marry Brother Moses, Brother Moses will beat you, will blow you. You wear glasses of shame, dark, dark shade. <laughs> You know, sometimes dark shade is glasses of shame. Just put it on to cover the blow. That's what will happen. Because right now, it's not about what God thinks. It's about what your heart has been united with. And then some people, after they beat him, you won't even leave until Brother Moses leaves. Brother Moses will have to show his wedding card even after beating you before you realize that it there's no road there do you understand and i wonder how that is an easier thing to do than to know the will of god concerning a matter why is suffering beating the easier thing to take just to have a form of a brother Moses in your life than to say Lord you love me I'm your child we started this morning singing about our father he's your father do you believe it I'm not an orphan I have a father you have a father you have one if you have received him you have a father you're not an orphan are you behaving like one And it's not a father that condemns you. It's a father that wants to help you. It's a father that wants to hear your thoughts. He wants to hear your funny, silly thoughts and redirect you.
that's the father you and I have. Why don't we find it easy to talk with him? Why is trying and failing the easier option? I like this song. It says, God is ready. Ever ready to move. Would you let him God is ready, ever ready to speak. Would you listen? God is ready, is ever ready to move. I ask you, would you let him God is ready, is ever ready to speak. Would you listen? So I say, speak, Lord. Your daughter is listening. Please speak, Lord. Your daughter is listening. I say, move, Lord, on my behalf. Your daughter is willing. I say, move, Lord. Your daughter is willing. We say, speak, Lord. We, your children, are listening. We ask you to speak, Lord. We, your children, listening we need you to move Lord on our behalf we are children we are willing we want you to move Lord oh we are children we are willing we want you to speak into our lives we are children we are listening we want you to speak Lord children we are listening we ask you to move Lord oh we are children we are willing to let you move we are willing to let you move we are willing to let you speak we are willing to let you move we are willing to let you speak we are willing to let you move scripture says let god arise you need to let him speak to you you need to let him move on your behalf the bible says the lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace you need to let him fight for you stop holding the steering stop holding the wheel let him move don't do it yourself let him move on your behalf let him speak on your behalf the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks better thing than the blood of Abel. Oh, let him speak, let him speak. Ask him to speak on your behalf. Speak on your behalf. Move on your behalf. Move on your behalf. Speak on your behalf.
speaking on our behalf. We want you to speak. You speak better than we will ever speak. You speak better than we'll ever speak. When our names are mentioned, you show up for us. And when you show up for us, what you speak is not condemnation. What you speak is not condemnation. You show up and you speak the right things. You testify on our behalf before the kingdom of darkness. When they want to accuse us, you testify on our behalf. You tell them not to touch us. You say, touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Do my witnesses no harm. Do my witnesses no harm. Do my disciples no harm. That's what you do. Why is the voice of the Lord not the better thing to want? You know it. We said it here before. When he comes, he doesn't speak condemnation. Anytime. Anytime. Because he will not give up his son to condemn. That's what the Bible says. He didn't come to condemn the world. He came so that the world through him might be what? Saved. He won't allow his son to die to condemn you so every time he shows up what shows up is redemption every time how can we redeem this situation how can we fix this situation how can we change this situation that's what jesus is looking for all right so why is asking him not the best option not the best option why don't you even try and trust him and that's what it is to be a witness you must believe a witness must what believe a witness must what a witness must what a witness must what you don't go and say what you don't believe for you to come and testify, you say, I know it. I saw her. Remember growing up, your mom will ask, who took it? Because you saw the person, you say, I saw is him. Are you sure? Yes. Even when that one is denying, no, it's not me. It's not me. You say, I saw him. He took it, then he put it in his pocket. Then he now took it and then put it in his mouth. I saw him. He was in the bathroom. I, you would describe it. Because what you are saying, you do what? You believe it. You believe it. Like you know your name. You believe it. And the reason why you find it hard to witness, to testify, is maybe because we don't believe. Right? That's the truth. And so lack of faith, lack of believing cripples us already. Right? It cripples any action. It just makes it like there's nothing to do. We don't believe. 
Yet we are disciples that sing his praise, know his name, call his name, speak in tongues. We, we spend the time, but we don't believe that I can go out and somebody says they are sick. You are thinking, okay, if I go and evangelize and they say they are sick and I pray for them and they are not, they are not healed, what will now happen? That has already crippled you. So going to witness will almost not happen. Because you're already predicting what will happen. That if I go, why are you going and thinking that they will not be healed? Is that what he said to do? He said to believe in my name. Believe, not in your name. In my name, believe. In my name, you will cast out demons. In my name, you will heal the sick. the first thing I wrote down believe remember the things we said the last time for us as witnesses believing births the experience if you don't believe there is no experience you know they tell you to have experience before you take the job, right? For us, believe you will experience. If you believe, you will see. If you believe, you will do what? He didn't say, see, and then believe. If you believe what will happen, then you will see. So see, I mean, believing for us, that's what? The experience. So rather than run away, believe and just go and say, let me pray for you. And when you pray for headache, and headache is healed. Don't take it commonly. That's also the problem. So headache to you is nothing. When people, they raise the dead. Me, na headache, they heal. So because you commonize headache, you won't raise the dead because it is the power. It's not a, a different power that raises the dead from the deep, from the power that heals headache. It's the same power. Do you believe? But because to you, what they have counted as testimony is only when somebody that has been there for five days come back and it has happened. And so when the Lord causes you to heal a pain on somebody's wrist, probably because you have not had that kind of pain to experience where the person was, to you, is just a pain. Then you will do what? Commonize it. And say, oh, I want to experience the raw power. What was that? Your power. Can you change a thing on a person? One hair, one strand. Can you fix it? One. Can you create it? So you don't reverence God in the healing of headache. But you are fasting day and night. 
to see a possessed lady delivered. And so you will neglect that and act like it never happened. So you don't go back and thank God, wow, that person I did, you can pray for me. Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanksgiving multiplies. Thanksgiving multiplies. Thanksgiving multiplies. Because when you can thank God, yeah, the, I mean, like, it didn't take paracetamol. I prayed and the headache was gone. Jesus, I bless you. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for your power that is at work. Thank you because your power is real. Thank you. He's in that Thanksgiving mode that somebody will come. Oh, there's cancer. You will just be in the same attitude because you are not seeing that miracle as small. In that same attitude, you say, in the name of Jesus, if the Lord healed healed headache if he healed this wrist heal this cancer in the name of jesus and that's how you will just continue because you know you are not the healer he is the healer your job is to believe my job is to believe do you understand believe and then you will see But lack of believing has crippled us. So even in the face of a situation, nobody wants to pray. Because nobody believes something will happen. We already conclude by our physical senses and say it is not possible. We don't say it out, but from our action, we are saying it loud and clear. And so we are walking in disobedience. You are not even trying. You read it. It says, in my name, I will cast out. And then you do nothing about it. And this is after you have waited on him. Remember, you are a disciple. A disciple does what? Wait. A disciple does what? wait he said to them in act 1 8 he said what wait until you are what endued with power so as a disciple when you are following him you are waiting on him when you are spending time with him you are waiting on him when you are you are waiting for him to endure you with power when he has done that after waiting you believe it you go out before you're waiting is encounter I'm starting from back forward you have an encounter first with the Lord when you have that encounter you wait on the Lord Saul had an encounter with the Lord they told him somewhere to go and stay with who is he Ananias is that his name go and stay with him blind let him he went to wait after the encounter and after the encounter, he waited. And after waiting, he believed. He came out and said, you guys knew me. You knew the kind of person I was. I was the one killing. I believe that is in Acts 25 and 26. Put it down. Go and read it. The book of Acts 25 and that's chapter 25 and chapter 26. 
after his encounter with the Lord, he went to wait. According to the word of the Lord, and after waiting, Ananias prayed for him, strengthened him. And then he came out believing. And when you believe, you witness. And in the place of waiting, because let me tell you, you can't witness yourself. It's the Holy Ghost. All right? The Holy Ghost is the first witness. His job is to testify of Jesus. That's why Jesus said, wait on him until the Holy Ghost gives you the power. Then when he gives you, you go out and you speak. But the problem we face is even people that are not waiting. Actually, people that are not having encounters, let alone waiting before believing. So we are still struggling to have disciples. Do you understand? Do you understand? Hello, do you get? We are still struggling to be disciples. Do you understand? Before waiting on the Lord and then believing in everything you have seen because when you are waiting, he is revealing himself to you. He is speaking to you. He is giving you this word. He brings it alive to you. You were not there physically when Jesus died, but you will experience it even now. It is from that fullness of that experience that you come out and say, guys, this thing is real. This thing is real. It's not fake. Someone like me, I've tried different things. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried this. Trust me, I can tell you, if I'll be sincere with you, the end of it is the real one. So I went from back forward. First thing is an encounter. And I said, read Acts 25 and 26. Second thing is waiting. As in Acts 1, 8. I always like the way Pastor Nika says it. She said, for the sake of, before they say we did not open Bible. <laughs> Let's tell you where it is. But you know everything you've been hearing is by the Spirit. It's not human's word. But I want to tell you my word. I know what to say. My own. And then the next thing is to what? Believe. Acts 16.31 You can put it down. Acts 16.31 First Thessalonians 2 13. I'll just read them. Acts 16 31 says they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved, you and your household. First Thessalonians 2 13. Put them down. Go back to the scriptures and read them. And we also thank God continually because when you receive the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it is actually 
the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. And you know, seeing scripture in Isaiah 43.10, witnesses are not only in New Testament. Witnessing didn't start in New Testament. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? The children of Israel, were they witnesses? Were they? Yes. Their lives was witnessing to their neighbors. That's why the prostitute, Abby, said, I have heard about what your God can do. If he says he's coming to destroy the city, I beg, let's do a deal. Save me and mine. It's an honor to stand for you. It's a privilege to speak your truth. It's an honor to be your witness. Some people don't think so. It's an honor to spread your fame. It's a privilege to carry your name. It's an honor to be your witness. And so I say, I live for you. I am your witness. You are an actress. I act for you. I am your witness. Because wherever you are, you witness. I play for you. A guitar boy. I am your witness. You can play and witness. Ballerina, I am your witness. I live for you. I am your witness. Because it's a no no to stand for you. It's a privilege to speak your truth. It's an honor for me to be your witness. This same salvation. It's an honor for me to spread your faith. It's a privilege 
to carry your name it's an honor for me to be your witness some people don't think it's an honor they think it's a shame it's an honor for you to stand for him it's a privilege for you to speak his truth it's an honor for you to be his witness do you think so think again it's an honor for you to spread his fame it's a privilege for you to carry his name it's an honor for you to be his witness Jesus 
that you have a father if they touch you they touch him are you aware or you think you are not fun and he said I'm sorry the light was bright he went blind and he was led to Ananias this is why an encounter is important you can go to church and not have an encounter you can be a regular church goer and you don't have an encounter with the Lord everything they say you don't have an encounter you have not even had an encounter with the word praise the Lord 
did you hear me you have not had an encounter with the word praise the Lord because everything you speak you must encounter for you to come out and say praise the Lord you have an encounter with him knowing what you are saying a lot of us have not had an encounter with the things we say a lot of us hallelujah is still just hallelujah you don't understand what it means you are not encountering it you have not said it so much one day that the your eyes open and you saw the angels saying the same thing it has not happened to you it's just what they sing in church it's just hallelujah in church you have not spent time just saying hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord and the roof of your house open and you see angels ascending and descending and you see angels singing hallelujah and you see them singing holy you are it has not happened you've not encountered even though you know the word hallelujah a lot of us have not encountered the lion of the tribe of judah yet we sing praises every morning in church should i say that to you again you have not encountered the name you call before you pray he's the lion of the tribe of judah he's the king of kings he's the i am that i am you have not encountered those names lion of the tribe of judah simply means lion of the tribe of praise are you a tribe of praise how could you be and even when they tell you praise the lord you don't say it from understanding but yet if we call you now pray oh lord we want to bless you the lion and the lamp the lion of the tribe of judah the root of jesse you haven't encountered him Saul encountered Jesus once once his journey changed his taste changed his desires changed he had a desire to persecute and he met Jesus one and the desire changed the taste changed persecution stopped he became an apostle he became a witness that's what meeting Jesus does if we truly meet him every time our taste body is supposed to change what we are hungry for is supposed to change what we are chasing is supposed to change if you meet Jesus they will change you can still be wanting 30 billion you can still be wanting it you can still be interested in things that does not glorify God so the question is have you tasted have you encountered because if you do they won't beg you to talk about him they won't beg you you can't keep it to yourself so what have you encountered who are you encountering yesterday night i was just there i was listening to a song and i could not help myself singing the song and I was talking about the voice I was just listening to the voice the part at the Red Sea the voice and immediately I was transported to understand what I am saying do I know the voice I'm talking about I started to shiver I started to look for who to help me and I was alone in the house definitely nobody will help me that's one of the things I fear now about being alone because when God decides to hold me, 
I don't know what I would do. And I was on that, I was shaking. I was like, oh my goodness, is that same voice I'm talking about, the same voice that fleshed out creation, the same voice that said, let there be. That's the voice that is my father. The same voice that created. It's not a fake one. The voice at the beginning, the one that said, let there be light in this dark situation is the one that is my father is the one I serve and I started to weep what a privilege that I can speak about the truth himself you don't understand he's not speaking about truth he is truth and he gives you and I the opportunity to speak of himself and we take it lightly he gives you the opportunity to speak of truth truth is a person truth is Jesus and that Jesus gave you the opportunity to speak of him speak on his behalf witness about him and you don't see it as a rare privilege a rare privilege who am i what do i know to speak of truth what do i know to speak of truth himself and truth will give me the honor and the privilege by his spirit to talk about him and that's how i was messed up what an encounter is so you don't keep coming to church they will say praise the Lord that is actually waking you up so they say praise the Lord you are still thinking it's hallelujah you don't understand that hallelujah means praise the Lord they didn't say praise Buhari <laughs> they didn't say praise Buhari they didn't say praise Shoko didn't say praise your father your earthly father they say praise your heavenly father the creator of all things that's the one they say you should praise and that's the one you can't praise that's the one you cannot shout for joy for that's the one they have to beg it out of you God 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 they say praise God the creator you can't witness with your praise. They have to beg you to praise the one sustaining your life. They have to beg you to praise the one holding your world together. He holds the earth together. That's the one they say praise. And to shout hallelujah becomes a burden for you. To give him praise becomes a burden. It's because you have not encountered him. If you encounter him, they won't beg you. If you encounter him, nothing you do will be enough. Your shout will not be enough. Your song will not be enough. Your job will not be enough. You will not know what to give. If you encounter him, he's the Lord of hosts. He's the one that parted the sea. He's the one that brought fear 
on the Ammonites and the Moabites. He brought fear upon them. He brought fear upon them. That's why they call him a researcher. He's fearful. Fearful in praises. Fearful. That's why he's called a researcher. He's called a researcher. You should fear him. They should not beg you to praise him. They should not beg you to praise him. They should not beg you to praise him. He brought fear on the Egyptians. He brought fear on them. He put them in the Red Sea and buried them there. Pharaoh and his horse, he buried them. He buried them under the Red Sea. He buried them.
don't believe it. That's why you commonize God. That's why you feel too big. That's why you wear your shoulder part of pride. You feel too big before the maker of heaven and earth.
I want to encounter you. Lord Jesus, I want to believe you. Help my own belief. Save me. Save me from myself. Be my Lord and Master from today. Everything I've heard about you, I believe. I want you as my Lord and I want you as my Savior. Thank you for accepting me. It's unfortunate why we are hardened. You know you don't know him more. I know you don't. But yet, you won't take the step to say, let me start the journey. That's how you start. With the heart you believe with the mouth you confess and going from there you start to search the scripture and if you need help if you are online send us a message and if you're here I know you are here don't leave here without asking for help Understand what it is to be a witness. This is why we wait. Follow me, this is why we wait. In the place of waiting, you encounter God through His Word. When you do, nobody can stop you from talking about him. You wait to encounter. And when you encounter, they can't stop you. It will always be like fire in your bones. You can't help it.
name of Jesus. It's a no, no to stand for you. It's a privilege to speak your truth. It's a no, no to be your witness. It's a no. time we say to be a witness, to be a witness. 
you are not seeking his will so go telling him that you live for him and tell him go go back to your house find a space and just thank him for the privilege the honor for you to represent the God of all flesh you and I represent the God of all flesh. God bless you as you go. Say hello to those around you. Say hello to those that are near. If you want to give an offering, give it. People always ask, give it. I have said we don't talk about offering because we don't want you to, the way money has been bastardized, we don't want you to focus on that but the truth is you give you will receive i will enjoy it if you like it or not me i will so it's up to you to decide what you want to do okay so if you want to give you can give at the back if you want 
because you must give willingly and cheerfully. He doesn't like a grudging giver. So say hello to the people around you. Go with this understanding. Make sure you go back to the word again. Listen to it. It doesn't come once. Scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The more you spend time, the more your faith will be built. The more your faith will be built. And I said from last week that we are going to share testimony. I will share my testimony. And my testimony is simple. I am humbled at how God is mindful of me. To the smallest things. I'm sharing my testimony because every time we meet, even if it's one person, God is so mindful of me. I will be needing something. I will say it in my heart and somebody will bring it for me. It's humbling. And this is why I've come to testify before you people. I enjoy his goodness. And I bless him. And this is possible because of his son, Jesus. So my testimony is that he's mindful of me. I don't worry. So next week, we are meeting Saturday, not Sunday. So if you have a testimony you want to share, you can. See, I have a million and one testimony. So if you people don't share, I will share one every time we meet because he is good to me. So we'll meet next week, Saturday. And we are meeting. I'm meeting next week, Saturday, because he told me that's why I'm saying it. Normally, I won't say a word. It's called tongues and songs. So come prepared to pray.
are not faithful. And I will say this to you, please listen again. Because we have, listen, 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 listen. Because you have, we have your numbers. And for those that are new, we take your numbers, right? On Thursday, Thursday evening, you get an invitation for an hour. All right? You're not leaving anywhere. But you'll be told before Thursday, you get an invitation for an hour. Okay? They will tell you what the invitation is. Is that all right? Is that okay? Okay. So they will send you a message and they will tell you what the invitation is. And we will meet at our point of invitation. I say, I live for you. If you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my will to you right now. I am tired of doing life by myself. I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. Help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you. The message you just heard is from Jesus Anandad Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com. God bless you.